was the good to go thing? It was or was it not Taco no, Bell? No. It was not Subway, I don't think. It wasn't Quiznos. Quiznos had like those weird little creatures. Was it was it the crunch wrap? It was the crunch wrap. Good to oh, go. Oh, you're right. It was Taco Bell. Yep. Okay. Ah. Welcome to the Survivor Turning Back Time podcast, the only Survivor podcast that has an all-star cast of our own. I am your host, Stephen Levine, with my co-host, Jared Sheldon. Jared. You're adjusting my camera. What are you doing? You're not in frame. Well, nobody can see this. It's an audio medium. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? Uh, I'm in pain. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not in pain anymore. I'll explain it uh, once we introduce our guests sure. and tell a story. Okay. Uh, with us, we have all-stars, people who you have all heard before on this show. We have Dan Ween. Hi. Dan Believe from the Unbreak Podcast. Coming in. <laughs> uh, we also have Claire, Claire Clausen. Hello, everybody. <laughs> this is censorship. <laughs> they don't want you to be heard. <laughs> I'm turning myself down a little bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Claire from Many Things. Claire, uh, I forgot the name of your podcast. Please tell me that again. Oh, yeah, I'm on two. Um, you can... Follow my D&D actual play podcast at Severed Sons. Um, we are the right... I'm on the, the Severed Sons proper. They also... And also the Spelljammer campaign. There also is another deep campaign that is lovely. I just don't happen to be a part of it. And then uh, you can also check out my audio drama Warlock D&D. Well, it's not... That's how you can follow us. It's just called Warlock in audio drama. <laughs> but it's D&D everything. and anime. It's cool. Nice. Um, we're wrapping up season two soon. Hey, look at you go. Yeah, it's Claire, really good. It's really cool. Have you played Baldur's Gate? <laughs> no, because my computer can't handle it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it'll try to burn <laughs> a hole I'm, in the floor every time I turn I'm it on. I'm still on my Tears of the Kingdom bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I am too, so I'm so sorry. We're never I choose finish. one game that I like forever, and I oh. play it forever, and then I'll choose another game later. <laughs> Speaking of, Dan, what are you playing lately? Uh, late. It's not so much lately, but I actually just downloaded Baldur's Gate. I haven't started it yet because I knew I wouldn't have a chance to really play it today. But I'm going to start it tomorrow. (laughs) I've I've heard, this makes me laugh, that the NPCs were not supposed to be as horny as they are. And that was like a bug. And yeah. so, if you, if you want the NPCs <laughs> to be that horny, don't update your game. No, no, please still update your <laughs> game. Just download mods. <laughs> because they have so many hotfixes for other bugs that need that actually yeah. do need fixed. But, yeah, I yeah. know, everyone was trying to fuck right away. Which I don't think was actually a bug. I think they just said it was a bug. As d and Yeah. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> So what you're saying is you need to be a bard and just seduce everything is what's going on. You yeah. don't even need to be a bard? Oh, just, just seduce I, everything for funsies. Think, I think <laughs> sorcerers are the sluttiest class. I'm going to need honest. an explanation on that. Uh, no. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are not a D&D podcast. We are a survivor <laughs> podcast, so I'm going to jump right in. Well, 
I was going to tell my story. Oh, fine. Yeah. Jared may just up and leave sometime <laughs> during this podcast. And tell, tell us why, Jared. Yeah. So Steve and I uh, play fantasy football together. Uh, and I'm yes. commissioner of a league for the last two years. We're going on our third year. Um, and I have placed very last both years in a row because I'm bad at the things I like to do. So we have a uh, ultimate loser punishment where we have a whole nega playoffs and the ultimate loser and all of that. This year's punishment, voted on by the six people participating to possibly be the last place person last year, uh, was to eat two chicken wings with uh, over with hot sauce, last dab hot sauce that is over one million scovels in temperature. And the only thing I could chase it with until the wings were finished being eaten was ranch-flavored soda. And I like spicy food, but this was actually a war crime. My stomach hurt. I drank most of a, like, pint of milk. Or a half gallon. No, half gallon. Sorry, most of a half gallon of milk. I had to put ice on my lips. I it, Afterwards, it felt like I had been run over by a truck. I have videos. It's great. Wow. It has been recorded for Oscar's <laughs> sake. So... With that being said, uh, what goes in must come out. And that, that I don't know what that timer is, but it's ticking. <laughs> Good luck. That's going to be so yeah, painful. Yeah, best of luck. I, as someone who's done the hot chip challenge, I can relate to the pain. I, I didn't do anything like that, but I once ate a whole dollop of wasabi. <laughs> and it's worse, on, it's worse on the way out. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> I'm going to pray to um, every god. I'm sorry for your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. It's going to be a problem. It was a problem. Like, the shaking. I was sitting there watching him do this, and he was just shaking, trying to get the last little bits in there. I was just associating. I was just shoving chicken in my mouth. I was like, listen, you can't acknowledge that you're feeling pain, or you won't finish these. So, like, just keep going. Yeah. Uh, are these full wings or just the little chicken wings? Oh no, these are these are full these were full wings. I mean, they of were course. like well, they weren't that big, <laughs> but no. they, they they were on the smaller end of chicken wings, but still, it was the sauce that was the problem, not the wings. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and and he, he was not kind with the sauce. No, he, he no, loaded no. you up, like tossed it in one of those uh, open bowls. It's like no, we didn't need that. I could smell it from across the room. Yeah, I was in the room and my eyes were watering. So Stephen wouldn't try any. I would not. I didn't lose. I won. I'm not gonna do the punishment. <laughs> I get the reward. I would have been punishment. curious. I would have uh, tasted it. Where's not your like immunity idol? <laughs> yes, my immunity idol to prevent me from eating the hot sauce. Yeah. Yeah, that's my fantasy football trophy that we don't have yet. Correct. We'll get that. <laughs> Okay. 3D printing is out there. Just print one. That's a good point. I don't have a 3D printer. Yeah, but a lot of like a lot of places you can just do them. Like there are places in New York where you can like instead of like sending something mm. to FedEx to print, you send it to this like 3D printer place and you just go pick it up. Mm, that's cool. That would hmm. be cool. We'll look into I've it. I've been thinking about it for some cosplay stuff. Nice. I would. Yeah. I would have to learn how to build that in like a rendering program. Yeah, but you can. There's so many things you can just download. <laughs> okay. The world's your oyster. We're way off track again. We're gonna. I'm gonna bring us focus us. This is gonna be my job in this episode. It sure is. We're gonna focus is. us. We're talking about Survivor, and we're gonna talk about Survivor after this bumper. 
I'm gonna do in the interest of time. Sure. I'm going to do the uh, on this day and all of that. Next episode, I think I'm just, from now on going to skip it for the first episodes to compile more data. This uh, did take place in early 2004, though. Nice. We, we've broken the 2004 barrier. Yes. All right. Well, then let's let's just jump into it. Like this, just this episode, like the episode of Survivor, it just kind of like jumps right in. It doesn't have the pomp and circumstance that other Survivor seasons have. It gets. It, I mean, it does. Okay, what? hold on. Hold on, What sorry. the fuck does. are you talking about? Let, uh, let yeah, me... it definitely has it. Let... <laughs> See, it's because I don't know who the fuck these people are, and I didn't get to know who any of them were, because they were just like, here they are. That's the part I'm talking about, because okay. they, they didn't introduce anyone, but they also mm-hmm. did an entire thing with the military of Panama. Yeah. Like, they're flying yeah. over. The airspace has been shut down. <laughs> like... Thank you, Jeff. The airspace okay. has been shut down. They cannot see each other. They cannot know who this is. And I, how much of that do you think is true? Uh, that they didn't know who was going to be on it? Correct. Uh, I think a certain amount. I, I think that maybe there's people who could have gotten some scoops, but it seems like there's at least a couple people who went blind. Yes. I agree. <laughs> you don't look like you agree. <laughs> I, b- people definitely went in blind. But I don't think it was as secretive as... They made it seem. No. The, the problem is that everyone who's on Survivor kind of becomes friends with everyone else who then goes on Survivor. So they talk to each other. Yeah. And as, so like, I'm, well, I'm sure Jeff wanted it to be a complete shock. There's no way no one knew anything going in. <laughs> and I all texting hear... each other on their Nokias. <laughs> I don't know if they even had texting then. I don't know. I barely had texting. I, I think I was in high school. That was my... It must have been my... Sophomore year? No, I didn't have texting. I had a phone that was like for emergencies only at that point. <laughs> I had like T9 texting, but no one knew what they were doing with that, so we didn't use it. I do feel like I, I remember my parents having the Nokia phone at this point where I would just play Snake on it. Oh. <laughs> I think this was the point where my fer- parents gave me my first cell phone to be like, you are walking to and from school. Call us if you need anything. And I cried, and I never touched it. I didn't want it. <laughs> I don't want this. I don't want to walk by myself. I was like, why do I have responsibilities? And it's true. <laughs> Rings true to this day. Yeah. We refuse. Uh, so after the flyover by the military, and it's the really sick. cool, interesting shots of the people, like, going on different waterways, converging, we then get right into the game. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. dumbing. <laughs> just, hey, survive, Survivor, let's go. And so we get right into our, our cast. So I, I sent you all photos. And on three tribes for the first time in Survivor, which is fun. So in the... I feel like I'm going to get this wrong because I did not write the colors. In green, Mogo Mogo? Yes. Yes. In green, we have Jenna. And actually... Which Jenna? Jen- yeah. Yes. Correct. <laughs> I wish I wrote that down. I'm pretty sure... I don't sure... like Jenna Yellow Tribe. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's Jenna from Amazon. Yeah, it's Jenna from Amazon. Oh, jeez. See, these are the problems that having multiple survivors with the same name brings okay, up. they put both Robs on one tribe. Yes, they did. Yeah. Why? <laughs> there, was, there wasn't even one comedic moment where anyone went Rob and they both turned around. Ugh. They should have included that somewhere. 
This only opportunity. know Boston Rob. Boston Rob. I don't Rob. know who the other Rob is. Yeah. Rob C. Rob's sister Nino. Rob, see you later. I, 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 I got him. Uh, Thank so yes, you. you said this is Jenna M. I said Jenna from Amazon. I don't uh, know. That, that is Jenna M. Okay. Jenna. The Jenna Roscoe. Amazon. <laughs> Jenna, the winner of Survivor Amazon. Uh, Claire's, so, Claire's just laughing. They've cracked themselves up. I'm aware. So for Claire, this is the second row, second in. Okay. I guess I'm just going to throw it to Claire. Claire, have all the hot takes, and we'll sweep up the action here. Yeah. I don't remember ever seeing her on screen. <laughs> I agree with that. That's fair. No, she didn't I don't give remember her at all. <laughs> I, I did notice her on screen quick. She had, like, one little scene, but it wasn't a whole lot. No, it kind of don't show a whole lot of Jenna in this one. No. Um, oh, I, I think I recall her maybe... Because they were like, oh, we're going to have a girl alliance. And then they were like, we didn't see who was listening to us. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if she was part of that or if she was just the other one who, like, walked by. That was her big scene. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Was her being talked at by Kathy. <laughs> yeah. That's So that's, she's good at nodding. <laughs> there you go. Uh, also on Mogo Mogo, Kathy, speaking of, just one to the right of of Jenna. Yeah. She's fine. Yeah, this she... is... Yeah. Kathy, which, which season was Kathy on? Uh, Marquesas. That's right. Kathy, I'm glad she's back. I think she's so disarming. Like, she can get caught making a line and go, Ah, you got me! Like, she's... I don't know. I like her. She's got a little yeah. bit of nice dinner. Yeah, I'll agree with that take. <laughs> Uh, we have the original winner of Survivor, Richard Hatch, Naked Man. Yep. What'd you say? What a weird man, but I what? yelled. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Richard Hatch, I, finding every yeah. opportunity to be naked whenever possible. I mean, good for him, but I remember I don't that know. being a thing back, like, in 2004. Like, everyone was, like, obsessed with the fact that he was always naked. They were obsessed with it back in 2000. He did it during season one as well. Yeah. What I learned from this episode, and this take might not age well, is boy is Richard Hatch lucky he was on season one. Because he is rubbing everyone the wrong way. Nobody likes him on his tribe. And he's probably going home pretty early, I think. He like he's I I see him doing these like intimidation tactics, but I like I don't know if we're supposed to save this for later, but, like, I have such qualms with him being like, I could start a fire in, like, minutes, but I'm not going to. I'm going to let yeah. everybody, including myself, get severely dehydrated. Uh-huh. And I was like, but wouldn't it have been so much more of a power move to show up to the fucking meeting and be like, we're the only tribe who has water that we can drink. Fuck y'all. Unless he's trying to do threat I, management. Do you, yeah. do you guys believe him that he could make fire that easily no. I, I think either. i think that's a cop-out completely i think he's just like i would try but it would be too easy you know uh i i just want to let them suffer uh yeah <laughs> yeah i agree can't let them know it's all intimidation tactics and i think they're all stupid never let them know your own you have strength. people you have people out there not in that tribe but like you have like 
Rudy out there, like guys who know how to start fires, like, and everyone is struggling to start a fire. So I doubt that Richard okay. just has the magic power of I can start fire. Yeah. He wants you to believe he does, though. Unless he, like, yes. kept flint under his tongue or something before he arrived. Like, that's, I don't know. Which I wouldn't put it past. No, nah, he doesn't like to add things. <laughs> uh, also from Mogamogo Colby, the runner-up from Season 2 Australia. Colby is uh, second row. Second row, first one. Uh, it seems nice. But I have a friend named Colby who was born in 2000 and uh, their mom was really upset when Colby was on Survivor because she was like, oh, now everybody's going to name their child Colby. (laughs) That's all I thought about. And that was a thing. People did. There was a huge increase in people being named Colby because of this show. Colby and Hatch together on the same tribe is fascinating Isn't that and wild? seems fully intentional like the the good guy and the bastard <laughs> yeah colby's got golden retriever energy yep yeah also i was thinking about this for the australia people are they the only people the only people playing survivor at this point that had it harder in their first season than in all stars uh africa maybe yeah, Africa maybe. was pretty brutal. Right, Africa was pretty brutal. Brutal. I was thinking that like they were there three more days and like didn't have enough or more than I was forty two days. That sounds right. Forty four days. Yeah. Anyway, and like didn't have enough food and all of that. I was like, oh, I was gonna be cakewalk for them. <laughs> we got slam dunk. We don't need it. We have water. Cool. We're not enclosed in a small little circle. Great. <laughs> <laughs> also, we have Lex. From Survivor Africa. Lex is in... See, this he was the, the one with the, the uh, nipple rings. Oh, actually, now that I'm realizing this, this nice little grid is all broken down by tribe. This is all the middle row. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> what a fool am I. Lex is the fourth one in. Oh. Um, again, fine. <laughs> yeah, we don't get this... <laughs> Here's the problem. We don't get the introductory, like, get to know everyone in this they season. All, except yeah. for Rupert, they all know each other. Yeah. So yeah. There, isn't, there isn't much to show the audience. So, Claire, you're coming in blind here. I know, and so I was like, I don't know who the fuck anybody is. <laughs> you know what the weird part is, was? Is Lex the one with a lot of tattoos? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. He's it's the one, been... if you just guessed a Lex, that was the guy. Yeah, my... <laughs> My take is just that he, uh, he very much was like, got ideas? And that's my take. That's the take. There it is. <laughs> I don't know how well they worked, but. <laughs> uh, and then finally, we have Xi'an from Thailand. Xi'an all the I way I love right. her. I'm she so happy great. to see her again. We didn't see her a lot on screen yet again. <laughs> I, I, what we did get of her, though, I really liked. It's she yeah. is. It just reinforces my take that she was completely wasted on Survivor Thailand, and by being in the tribe that she was in, like she has astute observations. She's mm-hmm. navigating the social dynamics of the tribe really well. I think she can do really well on All Stars. Yeah, she is the only familiar face to me. I think because I have only seen episode one of Survivor Thailand. Correct. So of <laughs> of the people that you have seen. Shein is the one. Yeah, 
her, so I was happy to see her again. Yeah. Did you did you go on and watch any more of Thailand? No. Don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't. It's, yeah, uh, well, because fuck skateboard guy. <laughs> He's, he isn't even the top three worst man on that season. Just don't. Just don't. <laughs> Sad party tonight. I won't. I won't. <laughs> yeah, of, of seasons that are hard to get through, that's that's up there. That's, oh, it's really hard yeah. to watch, especially, like, now. At the time, I'm sure. Yeah, I've not gone back no. since the one time I saw it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Cool. Uh, that's Mogamogo. Uh, moving on to Saboga, which is the bottom row. Saboga starts off with Rudy. Rudy the old man. Rudy! Guy. <laughs> doing his best. He is doing his best. Rudy's... Former military. He's 78 years old. Was it 78? I thought it was 72. He he was 75 he was. while <laughs> recording. One of the first things that happened while watching this, Anthony, my roommate's boyfriend, goes, no, oh, he's dead now. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah. He's dead. That's true yeah. and expected, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. At this that is point. what, 19 years ago? Yes. Yeah, I... Yeah. Uh, Especially the way he treats water on this season. Yeah, yeah Claire. He's like, yeah, I drink dirty water all the time. Claire, what's your take on Rudy? Sweet little guy, menace, potentially. <laughs> menace, menace to, to himself. Oh, fair. I just feel like he's like, yeah, whatever, I'm 75, but I can do whatever I want. I'm invincible, a little bit. Yeah, I feel like if you fought in World War II, you, you kind of, you probably feel that way. You're just like, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. There definitely were a few times that we started laughing. Because he was like, yeah, well, you know, back when I was in Nam. <laughs> I just, I, I love, and we'll get to it, but the moment with him and Rupert, like, just sitting on the beach in silence while Rupert works, and then Rudy just goes, Alliance. <laughs> like, they, like, he love says them. something else. He literally just, like, has said nothing else to the man. It's just like, we're in Alliance now. And Rupert's like, okay. Yeah. You, me, I loved Alliance. that scene. I, I feel loved like they spoofed them. that scene for the for the office when Jim makes a secret alliance with with Dwight. Did they <laughs> like really? I feel like that's the scene they were using. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't know if that's enough. true, but it feels very similar. It does. It does. It feels inspired by it. I haven't nice. watched enough of The Office to make that connection. And by enough, I mean I've seen like maybe three episodes. I mean, The Office started in what two thousand five, so the timing yeah. would be about right. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of sitcoms that started in 2005. How I Met Your Mother also started in 2005. Hmm. Just crank them out. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Rip How I Met Your Mother. Or How I Met Your Father? I didn't watch The second one. Yeah. Is that show still going or it got canceled? I believe it got canceled. That's oh. the best. I was, I was actually one of the few it. people watching it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on to Tina. Tina, winner of Survivor Australia. In our first boot. In our first boot. All the way at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tina. I kept being like, I'm a mom. I'm mom. And I was like, okay, Tina. We'll talk about it in the episode, but Tina could not get over the winner's hump. Yeah. Like, nothing yeah. Tina was willing to say to would make her, make the people around her save her. Which, I mean, yeah. honestly, makes, I feel like it, it makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, right. If, if, just for them, and also as a viewer, I'm like, well, I want to see more of Jenna than more of 
of Tina. Like, I've seen a whole season of Tina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, also, like, I think, because you guys had Johnny Fairplay on last episode, and I was listening to it, and he goes, like, like, you know, you're playing for, like, a million dollars. Like, it's supposed to be life-changing money. Yeah. Like, I don't, if yeah. someone already has a million dollars, I don't really want them to win another million dollars. I want someone who doesn't have the million dollars to win. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> And that's something I didn't really take into account until he said that, and then until watching this episode, was how big of a hurdle the winners have to get over. Mm-hmm. And probably partially yeah. why they don't have all of the winners from all of the seasons. One of the many reasons. One of the many reasons. We, like we talked about, I don't know that anyone from Pearl Islands was crazy enough to go back, except for Rupert. Yeah. Rupert is the only one who would be yeah. even feasible going back. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that it feels like his natural environment. I don't yeah. know if that's true at all. It probably isn't, but it feels like he belongs there. <laughs> no, there, there are those people that you see on the show that you're like, if if you just, like, left society after this and went to live on an island, I would be not surprised. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is your home now. While we're at it, let's just talk about Rupert. Rupert's here. Uh, second from the end. Rupert, small Sasquatch. C- correct. So yes. Yes. And, and I love him. He's so much smaller this season than he was at the start of Pearl Islands. He looks it, too. You can tell this cabin uh, right yeah. after Pearl Islands. Yeah. So he, for clear context, he finished the season, had a few months to go home. They started airing the season, and then he's like, okay, back on it. Let's do it. That's crazy. It's too much. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's why they were able to recognize him. Okay, because I think... I think Hatch maybe says, like, oh, Rupert's here or something like that. Yeah, it was a couple like, And I was like, weeks. how do they know who Rupert is? <laughs> it was a couple weeks after the Pearl Islands finale, I think, because they couldn't have done it any sooner than that because Rupert was at... Oh, wait, no, because they well, don't do the finale until afterwards. No, had they already filmed All-Stars when they did? I don't Pearl think Islands? so. Okay. I don't think so. I think they get it out of the way and then... Okay. Go. I think this is one of those summers, or, like, one of those gaps in production that Got they it. did that because Johnny Fairplay was pushing for for All Stars in that reunion, so I don't know. Jeff I, would never allow it. No, and, well, apparently got invited according to him. <laughs> that's true. He <laughs> had an option. Good for him. Okay, yeah. uh, moving on to Jenna Lewis. Jenna in in our hat. In her Bucky hat. Bucky I hat. thought she was going home. Because she was just going up to everybody and being like, I think we should send home the winners. I think we should just vote people out. I, this is what I think very loudly. And I was like, that feels not very strategic. <laughs> well, if you're doing math on that tribe, there are four two, non-winners two winners. and two winners. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I was like, you're not wrong, but I feel like you should maybe have some tact. <laughs> We've thrown tact out the winner. At the window. This is Survivor. Is is yeah. this... I don't know if you looked it up, Stephen, from our, from our previous emails. Is Did Jenna and Ethan date? Because that conversation between the two of them felt very... Like, they knew each other very intimately. I didn't look it up. Okay. Uh, I know you asked me to, and then I forgot. But I... D- Part of me wants to say no. Okay. Part of me wants to say that that's not the combo that is in my brain. Got it. Okay. Oh, well. Not sure either. Yeah. <laughs> we I'm also looking have, it up. Uh, you do that. We also have Ethan. Ethan, the winner of Survivor Africa. Speaking of Golden Retriever. Yeah. <laughs> he angers me. Just, 
his pre- I don't why. know why. Something about his attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's too upbeat about things or something. <laughs> I think, again, he's just in a weird spot where the things that he did to win are not going to work here, and he is being forced with that reality on episode one. What, you mean the, the nothing he did to win? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Oh, wait, are we talking about Ethan now? Yes. Curly-haired Ethan. Eagle Scout. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's it. Just gives Eagle Scout. I don't think he's, even though he's the only winner left on that tribe, I don't think he's the next one to go home on that tribe. Ooh, what makes you say that? If they lose another immunity, I think that he can take Rupert and Rudy to get rid of Hmm. either Jenna or, uh, who's the other... Jerry. Jerry's Jerry. the last one we haven't Jerry. talked about. Uh, to get rid of Jenna or Jerry. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. We'll it's see. also because he's good at the challenges. <laughs> I'm good at sports. Yes. I mean, Yeah, is. that's like his attitude is, I am sports guy. Yes, correct. I, mean, I he play sports, sports ball. And <laughs> he is professional sports ball. Professional? I don't, well, I don't know if he's still playing at this point. I'm assuming after you win a million dollars. I highly dollars, doubt it. Yeah. Playing semi-professional soccer. I mean in 2004, I guess, at this point. Yeah. <laughs> definitely not now. No. Um, yeah. And then... You... I think the answer is yes, they've dated, although I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Okay, because that conversation on the log felt very like, hey, don't worry, I still like you, <laughs> but I do have to send you home. <laughs> but bitch, go home. Mm. <laughs> okay, well... Mm-hmm. Then I guess this is what we have emails for. People tell me I'm wrong. Or in this scenario, well, I guess the option is open now. Ethan, please come on and tell us we're wrong. (laughs) Or Jenna. Anyways. Tell them that I'm wrong. Tell everybody I'm wrong. Please do. (laughs) And then finally, Jerry. Jerry from Survivor Australia. What do you think, Claire, before I say anything? (laughs) Uh, Mostly, I was like, Damn, that girl's thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. In which way? Yeah. I mean, everybody was, like, quite literally thirsty. Yes. But she was just like, we're also thirsty. <laughs> also in Survivor Australia, she was also the other kind of thirsty. Yes. <laughs> yes. For Colby. Good for, for her. Colby. Good for her. Yeah. Uh, no. for her. I love that Jerry. She's an actress, right? Yeah, that was the yeah. profession. Yeah, uh, that bartender drama. Yeah, um, I noticed that Jerry's wearing gotcha. the same thing from Australia, the exact same uh, like blue shirt, which I just it just stuck out to me as like it's a very specific fashion choice. I was like, you were doing this for brand recognition, mm. like you it's, know. She's she's wearing the most early aughts outfit of them all. Correct. The super low rise cargo pants, and then this like gooba tank vest thing yes that's what the 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 tank vest thing um i also love that her her uh new groundbreaking strategy this time is shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's not a bad strategy for her it's not a bad strategy it's usually a pretty good strategy yeah (laughs) you gotta find your moments but yeah (laughs) sit listen don't don't be a problem don't be a sue <laughs> well, okay. Uh, yeah, and then finally we have Shapira, not Shapiro, 
Shapira. The tribe. The tribe. Correct. I thought I was having a stroke. I was like, what contestant's name is Shapira? No, there are none. <laughs> I was thinking that too. I was like, am I missing a last name somewhere? Who is this? Who Shapira, is this? Shapira. This is our double Rob tribe. So we have Rob Sesternino in the third one in on the first row. I, I don't remember him at all. <laughs> I think he probably has the biggest target on his back for a non-winner. I I would probably agree with yeah. you there that he's he was recognized in Amazon that he has a good strategy uh-huh. and he talked us through that strategy. Uh-huh. And yeah. he's uh there's no Matthew here this time. There's no Matthew here to take to the end. <laughs> uh but you know who there is? Another Rob. Rob Boston Rob. Rob Mariano. Mariano's? Tim. Sorry, what was I that? just love him. <laughs> I I love Boston Rob. I think he's a mess. Yes. But I love him. A menace to society? <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just like in Marquesas, he has bravado about him. He also has a pretty good, like, idea of the game. He's also loud and abrasive, so we'll see if he manages to, um, uh, manages to not piss off too many people this time. He's already found his Sarah. <laughs> I uh, I didn't think he was coming off <laughs> abrasive to the other contestants though. A lot of a lot of them, well, just one, but most yes. of them were just like laughing along with him, and like they seemed to enjoy being around him. I agree. Yeah, for the most part. Uh, that's but that's the first three days. We'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. Speaking of Alicia, True. Alicia, first one in. Alicia from Survivor Africa. No, Australia. Australia. Dang it, my brain didn't work there for a second. You're right. I was thinking the. I was thinking the banks, and I'm like, yes, water. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, Australia, that's the one. <laughs> Alicia's great. I love Alicia. I really loved that she pulled up and was like, you guys, like, y'all are complaining about the beds when we don't have water. Like, there is a more pressing need right now. Fucking priorities, please. Yeah. I mean, they that. have water. It's just probably got brain-eating amoebas in it. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> didn't stop mine. that one, bitch. It did not. <laughs> it did not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many problems. Uh, we also have Sue. Sue Hawk from Borneo. Also known by Claire as that bitch. That bitch. <laughs> yeah, why? Mm. Sue. Sue. You're going to hurt yourself, babe. Uh, Sue is someone else that is very lucky to have been on season one. <laughs> Talk me through that. I I don't think Sue is long for this game, and I don't think Sue would be long for most games of Survivor, because she has... There's people that don't like to compromise, and there's people like Sue who have negative ability to compromise. Mm. The more you try to reach them in the middle, the more they go the other direction. So I, I want you to talk me through what what... What makes Sue go home then? Like, is it her, like, confronting someone and pissing off someone? She's already pissed off her whole tribe. Is is um, she a first vote for this tribe? Probably. I mean, we have, we don't know, like, what the alliance splits in this tribe are. Like, it could be Alicia. This is, this is the weirdo tribe. Like, this is the yeah. oddball tribe. So, like, it could... Te- I guess it could be any of them. But, like... 
she's like not she's like laying down while they're and just being like no I'm not gonna get up just yell she's going and drinking the water when it's probably stagnant she's so my way or the highway and like that worked in season one because there was only one alliance because people thought alliances were illegal I guess you can't do that but I don't know man she's she's so only the only way I could see her staying around is because people are like, well, we know she's not going to win. <laughs> that is, is, is a good strategy to drag that person. That's a legitimate strategy. <laughs> we could do that. Yeah. yeah? That's happened. Plenty people, of have, people do that all the time. Uh, we also have Amber. Amber from Survivor Australia. I've, my brain, again, just trying to get it right. Do you, do you have any opinions on her, Claire? Remember very little of her. That's fair. In all, all fairness, re- that was my opinion too. Like going into it, I didn't even remember her from Australia the first time I watched All Stars. I was like, I've known she's she was going to be on All Stars since you brought up in Australia, and I still don't fucking see how. You don't know why? Why is she here? That's fair. She probably of the people on here had the weakest game. Yes, easily weakest. Pre- yeah, first time around game. All I know is that Boston Rob was like, I know that I want to be in an alliance with her because, first of all, she's beautiful. <laughs> and there are probably other reasons, too. And an, another Anthony input is that their alliance is legendary. Legendary. Don't know what that means, but I've heard legendary. So, legendary. So the thing with... I want to say about Boston Rob and Amber real quick. He... It just It's one little confessional. I'm pulling. I'm. I am. I'm pulling a lot out of one confessional. But the way he talks about Amber in there versus the way he talked about Sarah and Marquesas is night and day. It seems like he really likes and like like honors Amber. Or is like oh, like he's like almost like blown away by her and like more like a, like a, oh yeah, this girl's really something. Versus like Sarah's like she got big tits and she's hot, so I'm in an alliance with her. <laughs> <laughs> this broad over here will vote the same way I do, and I—that's fucking good enough for me. We like hot people, so that's interesting to me. <laughs> okay, well, good. <laughs> and finally, Big Tom, Survivor Africa. His his funny hat. Hi. Say it one more time, Claire. Weird guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Big Tom was pulled, I feel like, right out of the bayou. Yes. yes. He's, he's not, uh, I don't think he's, I forget where he's from. He's somewhere uh, down Kentucky? South. I don't know. West not Virginia. Him. It might be West Virginia, actually. I don't know. You it can't even matter. look up his name, because if you look up Tom Buchanan, you get the character from The Great Gatsby first. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, that never even clicked in my mind. That's great. It didn't until I tried looking it up right now. Uh, where's he from, though? That's what I was trying to look up where he's from. Uh, Virginia. Virginia. Ah, the Virginia. other Virginia. Regular old Virginia. <laughs> East Virginia, as it's known. Vanilla Virginia. Uh, I, I think name. What the note that I had for Red Team was just big personalities. <laughs> There's a lot of big personalities <laughs> in that one. Big personalities yeah. and Amber. <laughs> well, yeah. then I guess that's... That's a good time to force this segment. Put put labels on these tribes. Who are they? What what's your overall vibes? Uh, the yellow mess. 
Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, green. Uh, everybody hates Richard. <laughs> everybody hates Hatch. Uh, red. Oh my god. That's, <laughs> that's my names for them. <laughs> Jared, anything from you? So, okay. Yellow feels like the most, like, normal tribe. Like, if you had just put together a, a new season survivor, if these weren't returnees, this feels like the closest to a, like, average tribe across seven seasons. So we'll call them the normies. The normies. Red, I already said, they're the fucking weirdos. <laughs> they're, they're all a bunch yeah. of fucking weirdos and big personalities, and I love them to death. Green feels like everyone is a killer. Except for Colby. Like, everyone's got a knife, and they're just waiting to see who they're going to stab and why it's going to be Richard Hatch. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Murder Colby. Murders and Colby. Murders and Colby. Because, like, Sheehan, <laughs> Kathy, Jenna all feel like they're playing hard. Obviously, Hatch is playing hard. And who's the last guy? Lex. Um, Le- a fucking course Lex is playing hard. <laughs> so, Lex is yeah. everything hard. I Those feel are like. the tryhards. <laughs> <laughs> Live life hard, baby. Cool. Uh, then I guess that we've we've read the cast for filth. Let's get into the episode. Uh, there's honestly, like I said, it's it's weird how quickly they get into this game. Yeah, it's just drop you on the beach and suddenly we're we're talking, we're making alliances. Like there's a brief little moment of, hey, how's it going? Nice to meet you. But it's it's game on right away. Yup. And the biggest point that they had to make early on is that they get a machete and that's it do you think they did that because they didn't love how giving them everything in the prior season uh changed the game they were like how about we try nothing this time (laughs) i think they wanted to go for like the who's the best of the best we'll give them the least amount of stuff and we'll make it the hardest it's ever been that's my guess I, 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 i feel like back in like the beginning of survivor it was more about the surviving, and it has. It, it, by the time you reach this season, it has started to evolve into more of a game. But I feel like Jeff is pushing back against the gaming. And he's yes. like, I want to go back to this, the surviving part. Yes and no. I mean, it's easier to forget that, like Borneo, they were throwing like boxes of food off the boat that they could take with them. Like That's they, true. They had a crazy amount of supplies in Borneo. It's Australia and Africa really pulled it back, and like. Uh, they were just trying to kill them in Australia. But, yeah. They might be trying to kill them this season. They might be. Hey, why not? I thought they were going to get fired at the end of this episode, and they said, no, fuck you. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> earn that, baby. They at least got rain so they could drink some rain water. That's true. There's a lot of rain drinking at, at Tribal. <laughs> what a sad sight to just, like, okay, give me, give me water, please, from the sky. This nasty thing I've been wearing in my hair, and it's full of, like, nasty oils and dirt. Let me just... (laughs) And it's crazy to think that some of them that are sitting there doing that are actual millionaires. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. And we know this because they earned it. Some of them even did tax evasion. Some of them earned it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, okay. Yeah, let's, I don't know, like, do you have anything 
from the first little moments of meeting each other that you want to pull out, Jared? Not really. Most of it we kind of touched on. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of cool stuff. A lot of... Uh... Like that being a winner is a disadvantage. Yeah. Uh, oh. I forgot... I forgot that I wrote down for um, Ethan, I don't like the curly hair boy. (laughs) (laughs) There's just something about him. I I am kind of sad that Tina went home because Jerry and Tina again on the same tribe. Wouldn't that be great? That would have been great. (laughs) (laughs) But there's so many just weird mix and match personalities that you're like, oh, what happens if I put Mm -hmm. this on this tribe? It's oh, it, it's just Legos. It's Legos with Survivor people. Yeah, there's one that made me laugh about the green team. I wrote, everyone thinks they're a target, LMAO. Because it kept cutting to them, and they'd be like, I'm the biggest target here. I'm the biggest target here. I'm the biggest <laughs> target on my back. Somebody's got to be a target, right? It's going to be me. It's I guess all of you. I prefer that than the, uh, I'm fine, everyone thinking they're fine. <laughs> If everyone thinks they're You're a target, really spe- you can at least scramble. Yeah. Uh. Also, like, when you're playing, I feel like the people who play the game, like, you don't think you're a target, you're probably screwing yourself over in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah you have to definitely. be aware that you might get knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, also, I'm just looking at my notes. They're not very descriptive, but they do make me chuckle. <laughs> One is... <laughs> Boston Rob is in construction. He knows what he's doing. (laughs) (laughs) And then he immediately builds a shelter the next day. He's like, we got, it's got to go. We got to do it again. Uh, No. That's when he was like, I'm in construction. I know what I'm doing. Killed me. Do you think there there could actually be brain parasites in the water? Yeah. That's very specific. No. I was thinking about this only when it was mentioned when we were talking about it before. Do you think they just dyed the water? Like, they just made it look a little dirty, even though it was perfectly clean? It, uh, possibly. That's the safest way to do that. <laughs> Make them think you have to boil it, even though you don't? Yeah. I don't know. They've always guess... had to boil it. And how would they make it cloudy safely without putting other shit in it? Well, you put you could put something in it that's not poison, I guess. <laughs> that's not yeah, but sitting also... out there for that long, though. I don't know. Sitting, like, just sitting still? Yeah. I wouldn't trust it. It's covered. I wouldn't trust it. You're gonna get dysentery. It's covered with a not very good wooden thing with a hole on top. Yeah, there's definitely shit in it by now. Like, there's no way there's not at least a little bit of shit in it by now. That's. I mean, I wouldn't drink it. That's how you get a lot of foodborne illnesses. (laughs) Oh, but Sue does. Sue doesn't give a crap. She's just like. Well, I wrote down why. Uh, she thinks because she's drinking enough dirty water in Canada all the time that she'll be fine. Yeah, I, Sue, do you not know about tropical diseases? They're so much worse than Canada diseases. Famously, they are so much worse. You haven't heard of the Great Canadian Flu? It can't be as bad as all of the other things you can get along the equator. Good. It took out all of the Tim Hortons, Jared. <laughs> The Tim Hortons. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Anyway, we spend the first, what, 20 minutes of this episode building shelters and doing terribly by everyone. Was there anyone that was, like, okay at this? 
I, I feel like even for, for their bitching, their red team's shelter was fine. Like, they they really just needed to replace, like, the wood of the floor that was too narrow and didn't mm-hmm. work very well, but, like, it seemed like it was fine. Yeah. What's weird is that all the driftwood was, like, flat. The stuff that Boston Rob was using for the bottom of the shelter, completely flat. And I feel like that was very strange to see. Hmm. It's, it's like, here, here's some uh, two-by-fours. Go put it on your on your bed. We're also noticing, same as Pearl <laughs> Islands, because these were shot at least in the same area of the world, both in Panama, Panama. that the bugs are so bad. <laughs> I don't... Would it be better or worse that it's the rainy season for these bugs? So much worse. It's worse, yeah. Because yeah, they... When it's not raining, it's just bugs. And when it's not bugs, it's just raining. <laughs> now it's it's both, and they're breeding better. Yep. Uh, Gross. Car- There's puddles with m- more eggs and... Uh. <laughs> uh, speaking of the drinking the water, Rudy also tries to drink the water, and I think that's hilarious. The old man's like, ah, I'm fine. Fuck it. Yeah, he drinks it. He, he, he drank it a little bit. Yeah, he not nearly it. as much as... No, Sue, Sue went to town. He was like, I'm not going to die. Like, I've drank in dirty like, water all the world. Four, <laughs> I've had four of those cups of that nasty water. And Rudy was like, I've had worse water in Nam. <laughs> back in Nam. Back in my day. Back in Nam. Yeah. I wrote down this quote from Tom. Uh, and... This is a thing that from season three when Tom was on. Tom quotes. I fucking love Tom quotes. I've never heard so much baby crying, titty sucking in my life. Doesn't he have kids? <laughs> he definitely has. And kids. he nurses goats. Oh, well, yeah. not personally, but he helps the goats nurse other goats. But by definition, he's definitely heard way more. Oh uh, yes. <laughs> oh man. Uh. Interesting point of reference at Mogo Mogo. Everyone's like, why are we here? Jenna specifically says, why are we here? We're morons. Yes. And then we cut to them like, hey, girl alliance? Girl alliance. <laughs> and Hatch is just like in the bushes listening to this. Yep. Yeah. Not even like really hiding, just he happened to be there. Yeah. It's like, ah. I hear no you No one did the whole look, look around before saying thing. Yeah, you would think with All-Stars, that would be, like, the one thing you'd be good at, right? Is knowing the dynamics of the game and knowing that people yeah. want to hear the things that you say. Nah. It is interesting to see a season, and I think for the first time, where every single person here, with a couple of exceptions, came to win. And it's the <laughs> it's the most apparent on the Green Tribe. Like, all of them think except maybe Colby, that they are the best to have ever played this game. Who are your exceptions to the ones who didn't come to win? Uh, or maybe I, maybe everyone came to win, but expect to win. Um, I think, like, Amber, the Jennas, like, people that we didn't get to see as much of, so I, I guess I'm not saying that they didn't, but we haven't seen that yet. Mm-hmm. There's almost no jobbers on this season, because it's All-Stars. <laughs> sure, sure. And it mm-hmm. already feels so much different in one episode. All right. Uh, but yes, this this happened. Hatch calls them out, and then it spirals out of control immediately to the point that Lex has to be like, whoa, whoa, stop. Let's build a shelter first, and then we can figure this <laughs> shit out, please. 
I want to not die. <laughs> He's like, we can run around and blame each other and try to get each other out soon, but can we just not die first? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's, and everyone's like, all right. Yeah, Lex and Colby, like, wrangle Then they go everyone. back to arguing. So good. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Colby's like, I don't trust any of you sons of bitches. That made Which, me laugh. Yeah, Colby's funny. He's he's that weird kind of funny where you're like, you're so charming and disarming, but I don't know if I can trust anything that you say. No. Golden Retriever energy. <laughs> What's in your mouth, Colby? <laughs> no, no. Drop it. Drop it. Drop it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's the building, the shelter section, and then there's the making the fire section of this episode, and everyone sucks at this fire. Has um. friction based fire making ever worked even once? Yes. Really. First time. That wasn't lightning. <laughs> <laughs> It might have been lightning. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't there. <laughs> That's fair. We don't. We don't know. Only Hatch was there. Oh, we meant like first time in all of humanity. But, oh, well, okay. Uh, that's I mean, what I meant too. What's pre-survivor? There's nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> nothing. Okay. Well, then yes. <laughs> I. I don't see how any of these people get fire. It's the way, It's the raining season. They don't have yeah. flint. Friction-based fire making doesn't work, in my opinion. What? What are they going to do? I mean, I assume the next war we flint. I mean, at what point does survive? Does this series step in and say, "Hey, you need fire. We don't want you to die on us." I don't. Did know. Jeff seem surprised to you that no one had fire? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He seemed surprised. I wrote that down in my notes. I was like, Jeff seems surprised. No one's made fire yet. Yeah. yeah. Well, no one has glasses, I... so they can't do the. The cheating with the sun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My my assumption is that everything, if it's the wet season, that everything is, even though it's currently dry, like if it's damp at all, it's not going to light unless you have something better than friction. But my wonder was like, y'all have machetes. Why don't you try to find like rocks and like try to go for a more solid hit that way? I don't know. Yeah, I'm don't... not a Boy Scout or anything. It's just an idea that I had. Can I send it back 19 years? <laughs> I don't know. Would it just hitting it on a standard rock? Would that get you a spark? I don't know. Don't but I'm have... just shocked that not a single person tried. I don't have any machetes After... to play with when I was younger. Someone so. did. Someone did mention where would I find rocks? Yeah, yeah. Herbert. And then no one gives them an answer or found a rock somehow. It's an island. There's got to be rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Got to have lots of rocks, right? I just, I'm really baffled that they tried, all of the tribes did the same exact thing multiple times, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't working. I don't remember which team tried to do the bow method, but then the bow ended up breaking. And they were like, what a good fucking that idea. Was, and I was like, that was Rudy, right? Was yeah, he like, yeah. I got the surefire way to do it. Like, and, it yeah, and I was Snaps like, that's maybe not the best, like, uh, attitude to come at it with, but being like, Hey, we've been trying it this one way and it's not working. Maybe we try something else. Also hilarious. They definitely snapped someone's shoelace when they were doing that. I don't know whose shoelace, but someone yeah. doesn't have a one shoelace anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's <that's> tough. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, Saboga is, is trying to do that bow thing, and it just it snaps right in half. Uh, while that's that happens, everyone's like helpless, or feeling hopeless. I guess they're also helpless. <laughs> and then Rudy, the, the, the person that you don't expect, the guy who's like super old, is walking up to Rupert and like, hey, Alliance, please. He's like, I saw Hatch do this once, and it worked really well. Yeah. Even Rudy. Rudy's in it to win this game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he was in season one, too. Like, after, like, three episodes, he was like, oh, shit, I can win. Yeah. All right. Do you think... What happens if he gets back into the same tribe with Hatch? Do you think they they run Ooh. it back? Depends on what kind of alliances Hatch has made. And if he's... I, I, I don't think they'll still be in the game, but I think Rudy would definitely be open to it. <laughs> Do you find... Think about it from Rudy's perspective. If you have Rupert and Hatch on your side, you have two giant shields. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you find it Is interesting... Is he thinking like that, though? Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Do you find it interesting that Rudy keeps finding himself in the odd couple pair? This time it felt like no, it was he's a weirdo. And, and yes, he's a weirdo. <laughs> he loves the weirdos. He is the weirdo. Uh, yeah, he, he goes for Rupert, the big hippie, and it's like I hey. love Rupert. I love Rupert. <laughs> Tell me more. Why do you love Rupert? I don't know. He's just this big weird guy. Why does he talk like that? He, like he's he's the cryptid of this season. Oh my god, that's such a good cryptid. That's what I was looking that, for all last season. Yeah, yes. he is the cryptid of this season, and I love him. He He's not surviving. This is his home. This is his home. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Like, you in America, everyone loved him. Everyone loved him coming yeah. out of Pearl Island. Everyone still mm-hmm. loves him at this point. In he's still game. an all-time favorite, probably. Yeah. He's just, everyone, just a um, tiny Sasquatch. <laughs> tiny Sasquatch <laughs> playing, doing his best. Yeah, really. I also just, I don't know, there's something very straightforward about him, where he's like, yeah. I'm just going to stay in my lane. And then when Rudy shows up and is like, hey, Alliance, he's like, yeah, you stay in your lane too. And then, I don't know, I just like it. I like him. Yeah, lots of good stuff there. Uh, and then we get to Shapira. This is the bad sleep night. We talk about the fight in the morning. Yes. They need to rebuild the fire. Oh, is like, no, water is more important. Rebuild the shelter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of bunch of disasters right there. And then Rob goes off with Amber, and they're like, hey, Alliance, you're pretty. Mm-hmm. And she's like, thank you for doing Legendary. That. Legendary. <laughs> I, Alicia and Boss and Rob are either, either one of them is going home super early, like first vote if it's not Sue. Or they will become, like, a lot like Sandra and Johnny Fairplay of last season, where there's like, ah, we yell at each other a couple sometimes, but like, yeah, I'll keep you around. It's fair. It's, it's a good assumption. Mm-hmm. Frenemies. Frenemies, yeah. I, well, I pulled out this quote because I, I think it's interesting. I don't think she's going to screw me. Do you think she screws him? <laughs> Amber... Screws Rob? Yeah. In one way, probably, but not not in the game. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. 
I mean, we have to get there, I guess, at some point. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's one way to do it. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then we we just keep moving on. We we rag on Hatch for a bit. Everyone wants to dethrone the king. Everyone's still looking at him like he is the ultimate survivor. That's because he's run around for five, which is weird. For three years saying he's the king. Sure. Yeah, but he's also like one of the worst. Like at this at this point, you see people actually like play the game. He didn't have to do much besides outlast a bunch of people who didn't understand the game at all. Yeah, as far as gameplay, like he is, he did the least to get himself there. Well, he controls Second that game, least. but it's sitting <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, but he like he it, it's a little bit like when you go back and listen to a song that was good that inspired a lot, or basically like created a genre. And you're like, wow, this feels, this sounds super basic and, like, isn't that good. It's like, oh, yeah, because everyone else heard that song and then made it better. Like, Hatch kind of created the first game, so everyone is, like, uh, so I think that gives him a little bit of credit and why people view him as the king. The classic. Uh, I do. Survivor classic. We need new Survivor. I don't like his tactic, but I guess I do have to respect the whole, like, well, I'm literally already the target. Like, I can say that I am the target here because I'm the very first winner of this game. I might as well lay into that. That's a good point that but, I didn't think about. Like, if he builds the fire, does that make it even more of a target? Yes. That's what I'm talking about with threat management when we brought it the first time. Like, ah. it, that, that, if he can actually build it, which I don't believe that he can. <laughs> Maybe. So it more is nihilism. He just wants everyone else to die, and he just is literally the last one surviving. <laughs> he's like, I will, I'm playing out last. Yeah, <laughs> this uh, is talks, the ultimate survivor. <laughs> well, he talks about that too. He's like, yeah, people are like super skinny and super fit. Like, I have, uh, I am able to survive here. Like, look at me. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad argument. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get our first tree mail. We get tree mail, baby. Uh, <laughs> this is the part you're talking about, where. Sue's kind of like over on a log. We we gather the whole tribe. We're like, hey, we're gonna read this together. She's no. feeling the effects of the water, probably. <laughs> yeah. She won't admit it. No, I'm fine. Just go. You read it. I feel great. I refuse to get up though. Yeah. <laughs> Sue got hung over on water. Yeah. <laughs> and then we do the we do the whole uh, read the thing, and then it ends with the, we have to face the man of flame. And we have to rag on Hatch some more. Because why not mm-hmm. throw a, a a gay joke in there right away in the first season? Oh my god, that's what it... I didn't understand what they were talking about with that. <laughs> I forgot about that too, and I heard it, and I went, that's a weird comment to make. And that puts two and two together for me, so there we go. There you go. They're... Gross. Yep. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. It's 2004. Yep. <laughs> not not I better. Have, I have one other... Anthony quote, and it's in the challenge. Um, when Hatch rips off his little kilt, and Anthony said, "Anthony said, Jesus Christ," and you can quote me on that. I also, <laughs> watching it alone in my apartment, said Jesus Christ out loud or something similar. I, yeah. I, I think I, I wrote down, "There goes the pants." There goes the pants. Mm-hmm. This. Is, I didn't even write it down. It just keeps happening with him, so I didn't yeah. think I needed to write it down anymore. Dude keeps losing his pants. Is this going to be a problem? I wish he... We, we, we talked about it in season one. It's like, yeah, cool. Let your freak, fra- freak, freak flag fly. It's really hard to say. 
but maybe get consent from the people around you before you start whipping your dick out. Yeah. Wasn't the first time it happened when he went, like, swimming? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he didn't. Uh, he just, like, did it. And then everyone's like, oh, he's naked. And she had just like, oh, yeah. okay, all right. Yeah, that, like, I was going to say, that scenario, I guess I can understand more if you're like, oh, I'm going to go out and I'm going to swim over here. Alone. Because not everybody is, like, here with me. <laughs> Whatever. And then people happen to be over and I'm just naked, sure. We naked. But in the middle of a group challenge when y'all are going to be crawling through the sand together? Yeah. I also, I... I wrote down a quote, diverting a little bit, but Claire, you're 100% right. Um, Before we get past it, when uh, they point out that Sue drank the water in front of the other tribes, and then uh, Rudy, they ask Rudy, like, is that a good idea? And he goes, yup. And Jess, like, is that because it's the other tribe? (laughs) Yup. I loved Rudy in that moment. That was so fucking funny. Rudy's an icon, and and, uh, every time I'm like, he's going to be just this crotchety old man and we're going to hate him. No, he's so likable. And I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't get how he does it. Cause he's not like, Charm. he's not being like a mean old man type thing. He's just like the way he says things is kind of funny, but he's not doing it to be a dick. No, he just doesn't know any better. It's just like he's straightforward. That's what he's thinking in that moment. That's yeah. what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With like, we talked about a lot in season one good values like he's not like old yeah. crotchy judgmental he's <laughs> he's like we're pointing at the picture point, of bb point to the bb sign that's that's our that's our <laughs> old crotchety judgmental he's like he's like old yeah. crotchety and live and let live where like, like yeah for somebody that's 78 or 75 or whatever was in an alliance with the first openly gay contestant on survivor and stay and like mm-hmm. good friends with him like he's he's very much like sarcastic and crotchety but like he has a good heart yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> he's seen worse than numb I mean, that's probably true that's pro- wait rudy's maybe the only contestant on the season that has actively killed a man <laughs> and i don't want to know fair mm. point <laughs> probably <laughs> can't say for certain get well yeah you never know <laughs> I'm Matthew not saying Broderick that knowing it. anyone else killed me. I'm just saying some of these people seem like they might have. <laughs> Jerry would. Would Jerry get away with it, though? No, she doesn't shut up. <laughs> She's trying it now, Dan. She's trying yeah. now. <laughs> Give us a couple episodes. For now. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we, we talked, we're at the immunity challenge. We're doing, we reveal we have three tribes instead of two. Shocking. It's crazy, right? Do you feel like you would have noticed that there were only six people on your tribe and be like, what's up with this? Yeah. Definitely. Probably. And in the moment where you're surprising everyone, you have one tribe standing in the middle, one standing off to the right, and there's another platform waiting. So it kind of listens to the shock. It was very anticlimactic from the team. (laughs) If anything, if I was there and there was only six people in my tribe, I would think that there were four tribes. Because I'd be like, oh, it's All-Stars. There's more people. They're doing, uh, you know, maybe they're doing 24 contestants this time. So, yeah, very anticlimactic. There's so many. Oh, God. I can't even admit. 
I can't imagine how that season would go. <laughs> uh, yeah, in the flyover they show the three mats, but then when they like actually show up, the three mats aren't there. So I think that's the only thing that maybe they tried. They tried to make this a surprise. They tried to make isolate from everyone. But Survivor again doesn't know that people just talk. Like yeah. people talk to each other. That's a thing. Like outside of the game, they're still human beings. Yeah. That can relate to only these like fifty human beings that exist. So they're gonna talk mm-hmm. to each other. Email exists at this point. Someone got yeah. decast from this show by talking too much. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, we talked about this earlier, but I'll, I'll refresh because it's been a while. Scoopin got recast because the dude wouldn't shut up. Oh, that's right. He was supposed to be on All Stars. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, we almost had Scoopin. Yikes. Again. Who was who would have been who was a replacement for him? Uh, I, be- I believe Boston Rob. Yeah, it was Boston Rob. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I like Boston Rob. Me what a too. mess. Yeah, we'd rather have Boston Rob than the the child, the child predator. predator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oopsies. Uh, yeah. He so, wasn't known to be a child predator yet. Yeah, Claire. We, we didn't mostly know. Mostly everybody. <laughs> That's fair. I'm sure somebody knew. Yeah, he had time. <laughs> so this is, we're doing a challenge. We're harkening back to the very first challenge of Survivor, the the Burning Man. Jared's sighing already. T- tell me your thoughts. They made it better. They did make it better. It's still a bad challenge. I agree. I, it's... Like, you, some things should just stay behind. We don't have to bring back the bad stuff. Was it worth it for the nostalgia? No. Oh, okay. But then again, I'm watching it a year later, not three years later. <laughs> Dad's also shaking his head. I mean, when I, when I watched all of these seasons, it was within one month of, of, like, I think it was May 2020, and I watched almost all the seasons of Survivor within that month. So, like, I saw it earlier that week. And didn't like the challenge. You got to see it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we get the two-piece immunity idol. That's kind of fun. It's fine. It's fine. You don't like this one? It's kind of unremarkable. It's fair. It's, but it's half human, half environment is what Jeff says. <laughs> hey, Jeff. Just pitching within the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love that human is human and fish is environment but it's like a whale that the person rides yes i I didn't like that the human had a little like bucket thing that you could take out i I, and then you could take the human off the fish and i was like why does a human get an extra little basket why (laughs) it looked like a small thing i didn't like like almost like it was a whale and it had had a blowhole stuffed with a plug yeah Did anyone else think that taking a cart that is on fire and dragging it under bamboo was a bad idea? Mm -hmm. I had the thought of, is the bamboo just so soaked it's not going to catch fire no matter what? (laughs) Hey, there's more incentive not to slow down with this fucking thing, because if you (laughs) you end up stopping right under a bamboo bowl, the whole thing's going to go up, maybe. (laughs) How flammable is bamboo? Very. Is it? Very flammable. Because I feel like I don't see people use bamboo as, like, 
wood for the fire very much. Well, how often do you see bamboo? Like people just like it might burn it. too quickly. <laughs> I, I think it. Yeah, and uh, it's also not very thick. Sure. Okay, that tracks. And hollow. Yeah. So. I, yeah. You do see people use burn. it to like start their fires, to like use it as a base, to like keep everything scooped together. Oh. So it, while it is flammable, it is very hard to ignite, even with direct flame. We all learned something today. Okay. Then, okay. More, I, I'll, I credit where credit's to you. But as a viewer who didn't know that, I'm just sitting there going, yeah. what are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair. So challenge starts. Hatch drops his pants right before. Saboga is in trouble right away. And just like in the first season, you fall behind in this. There's no coming back. You just can't. It's a straight sprint, just like the first time, with a couple new obstacles in there. Yeah. How do you fix this challenge? Don't do it. Scrap it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, there you go. (laughs) If you really, really wanted to fix it, I think you have to do something like the seesaw from seasons two and three, where, like, with the fire, where you have to, like, uh, get... Like build the fire, build a new fire underneath it, or like pour water in one side to like the you like transfer the fire from the big thing to a small thing, and then dump bucks a bunch of bucket uh, buckets of water in there so it seesaws up. Like those are the only, but it's not worth it. Just make a new challenge. Door, sure, sure, sure. All right, Claire, how did you feel about this challenge? Um, yeah, it felt a lot like a sprint, pretty straightforward. The only time that I was like, was when the team that was already losing was like, I can't get the torch is stuck. Yeah. And one of them like <laughs> tripped. And I was like, that's tough, buddy. Good thing you were already losing, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't need to drill this home, but it, not a whole lot to talk about this challenge. Uh, if they wanted to make it harder, they could do some sort of like puzzle thing in the middle, yeah. so that there would have been mm-hmm. time for somebody to to like change things up. Claire, you're catching on. This is exactly how Survivor works. That's yep. how we do it. You do a a sprint something, you do a puzzle, and usually it ends after the puzzle, or have yeah. separate stations. And usually at some and usually at some point during the puzzle, it looks like anyone could win. Yeah, correct. Either yeah. editing or reality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Shapira finishes first, Moga Moga finishes second, which means Saboga is going to Tribal Council. I will say they did a good job hiding who would go to Tribal this episode. And I think it helps it being an all star cast where, ostensibly, unless you're Claire, you're supposed to know everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they don't have to do all the introductions of the people that might be going home. They're not, you know f- them. They're not force feeding you to like, get to know this person because yeah. they're going home. Yeah. Here's eight <laughs> introductions. You better know everyone because one of them's going home. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so then we get back to Saboga and we're doing a full on. All right. Scramble. Who are we taking out? We're taking out winners, baby. This is Jenna Lewis's big speech of we need to take out the winners. They need to know what it's like to lose. And it's pitching to everyone, and, like, even to Rupert. She's like, we have to take him out, right? Right, Rupert? Right? And Rupert is like, I don't know, man. (laughs) I 
I'm a cryptid. I don't speak your language. <laughs> I only speak to the trees. He's the Lorax. He's, he's the Lorax. I am the Lorax. I speak for the trees. Lie to me again and I'll break your knees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love him. Yeah. What do you feel about the uh, Jenna speech trying to take out the winners? That's when I was like, I think she's going home. She's yeah, just being so loud. Like, I don't think she's wrong. It's a bold strategy to make yourself the second target by default. <laughs> sure. But it's also a very easy argument to make. Yeah. I think when I was... don't have to fight that hard for that argument. But like, he already won. They, can, or they already won. Like, they could win again. Yeah. Especially when you yourself are probably not perceived as the biggest threat on your tribe. Sure. Like, if... if I mean, it's not like anybody's going to get rid of regroup this early anyway, because you want to win challenges at some point. But... And eat. And eat, yes. <laughs> but, like, a rupert making that argument puts more of a target on his back, whereas, like, Jenna kind of gets to fly under the radar. How... Well, okay, first, when I saw this as a child, I definitely had the... The reaction of, well, that's not fair. Like, we want to see the winners. Like, I like some of these winners. Mm. And now that I, I'm an adult and I'm watching this, I'm like, yeah, it makes total sense. I yeah. get it, Jenna. Way to go. <laughs> okay, wait. Claire and, I guess, Dan, you know. Claire, do you think any of the winners make the merge? So the winners are Hatch. Uh, well, Tina, but she's gone, so no. <laughs> not Tina. Uh, curly-haired Ethan... And the other Jenna, the yep. Jenna that's on the green tribe. Red tribe has no winners. Correct. So you have two, two, and zero. Wow. No. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a safe bet. I don't know. Sun vibes. I, no. Maybe I think, one. I think Eve is hard to get rid of because he is so good at the challenges, and that matters so much before yeah. the merge. Mm. And he's Do also at least the... nice. He's nice. Do you guys watch, like, the next time on at the end of the episode? Yeah. Yeah. So, on the next time on, you can see it's, it's just Ethan struggling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's it's like, I can't find my niche. And she's like, I tried to go fish, and I couldn't catch anything, and Rupert goes and catches the fish right away. <laughs> this is, yeah. like, shot for shot, the same thing that we did in Pearl Island, right? And Ethan is just Burton. Yeah. Well, uh, Sean in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then Burton. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Ethan trying to be the provider as a winner and then getting shut out. And then we didn't have to in Africa. Where the fuck was he going to fish? In the watering <laughs> hole. There's no, no fish in there. That's fair. In watering hole. Just elephant dung. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Jenna's like, you hey, you're... catch s- something. <laughs> a brain parasite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably dysentery. Yummy. Okay. Mm. That comes from poop. <laughs> Thank you, Claire. <laughs> you're welcome. Anyway, Jenna's like, yeah, you're strong, but you're also a winner. Like, straight to Ethan's face. And that's an advantage. <laughs> er, sorry, Ethan responds, that's an advantage. Like, you can take me to the final, and, like, that's, that's good for you. And Jenna's in there, no, it's not. He's right, though. The, that, He's the, right. At the tribal, like, no, pretty much nobody says they would vote for a winner. Mm-hmm. That's something. I will say. Sorry. No, go on. So, he does say, and he makes a terrible sports comparison, 
He goes like, he's like, if you, if it's a team that wins the championship every year, like w- that's not going to be the first team that's out the next year. And I thought about it and I was like, actually, like if every other team in the league got to vote on who to vote out the next year, it would be the team that wins every year. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> we would have Patriots would no longer be part of the NFL. Exactly. Correct. And now it'd be Kansas City. <laughs> Like we don't, yeah. it's not interesting to us as the audience. It, people mm-hmm. from those various sports towns would disagree, but I want to see new winners. That's why you root. Mm-hmm. For, that's why this podcast roots for the Detroit Lions. That baby. is not true. You're outnumbered. <laughs> that's true. We got a skull, baby. Got two, two Vikings fans, a Lions fan, and a Jets fan. I think we can just refer to us all as losers. Yay. I can't speak to you anymore because of Aaron Rodgers. I hope you can understand. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of him as a person, but I will hope he wins football games for my team. <laughs> I I now really hate the Jets, so well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Claire, don't worry. Next year he'll be on the Vikings because that's just how the cycle works. That's true. I will weep. <laughs> I will weep. Because I screwed up scheduling so much, I bought Steven a Brett Favre Vikings jersey. That's so funny. <laughs> it actually went I to... saw somebody I saw somebody walking through the heights with a Brett Favre Packers jersey on and I was like, I thought everybody burned those. <laughs> it was funny. His purchase actually helped to uh, build a volleyball stadium. It was it was very nice. Thank you, Jared. In Mississippi, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely not to Wild. steal some tax dollars. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Ethan tries one last ditch effort to like rope in Rupert. It it clearly doesn't work. <laughs> I do think Rupert does like Ethan and yeah. can see him as an ally going forward, though. Oh, absolutely. Rupert hates anybody offhand. Well, true, I true. just. But I think that. Yeah. I think that if Rupert. Was had modeled his game off of one winner previously. It was Ethan. It's like the do do nothing and provide for your tribe and be the be one of the leaders of your group that is in power. True. I appreciate that he saw what he did last time didn't work and is trying to yeah. do something else. Yeah, he's trying, but he's still fighting himself to do it. Yes, correct. Uh, and then tribal. The rain's coming down. There's a lot of Jeff redubs in this scene. I always find those funny. When you're like, Jeff is clearly not talking. We're showing the back of his head, but we're saying that Jeff is talking. I hate don't that. question it. Just don't. That ruins that ruins a scene for me in anything, whether it be a movie, a sh- like a reality show. I, mm-hmm. I, it drives me nuts. They're doing a better job of covering it up than the last few seasons. Yes. But it's still pretty blatant. Uh, any thoughts from anyone on this tribal council set? It was so wet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that's how they built it, Claire. <laughs> Maybe. But, why, but like, I was like, they didn't even give Jeff a little roof? No. <laughs> Just imagining a small, small <laughs> roof above his head instead of an umbrella. <laughs> well, I'm like, they could have given him a little awning for where he stands. I he loves liked... to like be in the in the sh- in the shit. I'm sure he calls it. He's like, like I'm a survivor it's too. A, I'm, I'm I'm part of the game, so I really gotta get I gotta get wet in this rain. I'd like to imagine some PA just like standing off 
out of camera with a really long umbrella that can hold over Jeff. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he was Jared, so wet. <laughs> comparatively, did you have thoughts about this tribal council stuff? I, I like this one. I I like the treehouse. It, it actually calls back to Borneo a little bit. I feel like with the being like up above the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I its first impressions on me were good. Yeah, most of this tribal council is a wash because it's just raining and everyone's more focused on the rain yeah. and focused on gathering liquid for their mouths. It's one of the more pathetic scenes I've seen in Survivor when it comes to like human dignity. <laughs> yeah. It is funny seeing Rupert say, why did I come back here? <laughs> why, right? Why am I doing this? Oh, yeah, for my family. <laughs> he went full Fast and Furious. Too fast, too yeah. furious. It's all about family, baby. Uh, and, yeah, Jenna's saying, I'm not voting for a winner. Like, we're not doing it. And Ethan's stupid sports metaphor. <laughs> Anything else you want to pull from this tribal council? So. Didn't think so. It yeah. was, it's pretty uneventful. Uh, yeah, we have a four-two vote. Tina is voted out. Your first all-star voted out. Yeah, this definitely felt like a warm-up episode. Okay, that's fair. Probably partially because the objective, like they got dropped on the beach, and their objective was don't die. Yeah. Most of them did an okay and, job. Yeah, but they're <laughs> not doing great in the long run. Like none of them have a water that they can drink. Correct. They're good for maybe two more days. Maybe. Well, according to Hatch, he'd be good for like two months of that water. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> his, in his You're weird so right. brain thinks that he can survive without water because he's smart. Hatch also invented electricity and can take anyone in a boxing match. So, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, how? I mean, this is probably redundant because this is our first returnees season how do you think tina does in future survivor <laughs> i mean <laughs> being a winner is such a disadvantage man yeah like a brand new tina i, I think she got kind of lucky to be on the season she was on I, I was kind of hoping to see more of the gameplay that we've heard that she did through australia that wasn't really shown on camera as much i guess um some manipulation and, and social maneuvering but by this point in the show, we've seen other people do it better and more visibly, so I, I don't really see what she brings to a team or an alliance. Mm. I do appreciate that she was not very sour grapes. Like, she was pretty, ah, shucks, they got me in the confessional after she's voted out. Yes. Well, they got offered money just to be on this season, right? Yeah. Oh, they were definitely handed so, a paycheck. I would think it's one of those things where, even though she has, like, a million, she was like, I can just go on and if i lose really quick that's cool like <laughs> yeah i got my money that's fine and hey with the way it's yeah. going the first three they should like oh thank god <laughs> get me out of there uh, i don't want the brain parasites do you think jared do you think she comes back yeah but you would be correct she's coming back in blood versus water oh okay yes. interesting yeah, I think that she, the way that she went this season and it being them loving to bring back Australia contestants, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Which is not the first Blood vs. Water contestant we know, because we know that Jervis. Jervis is coming back for Blood vs. Water, which is just hilarious to me, thinking of those two people, for, for no apparent reason, just those two people, 
in the same tribe. Uh, yeah. Oh, and by the way, you don't get your fire. Okay, bye, says Jeff. Get back to your camp. Can't take your torches till you earn them. Yeah, can't do it. Okay, so that's our episode. I want to, quick wrap here. We have to put Jared on the spot. But Claire, Dan, I won't ask you this question because you know. Claire, who wins this season? I want it to be my girl from Thailand. Shein? I want it to be Shein. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm going to pick um, Alicia. Okay. I'll pick Alicia. All right. Jared. I think she could do it. I think it's going to be Boston Rob. Why? I think that the Red Tribe has something that unifies them more than the other tribes like green tribe is backstab kill each other uh so they'll be easier to sway over yellow tribe i think is two groups of two and an odd man out at this point and i think this fractured environment is exactly where boston rob uh does really well and in a game where people respect people playing the game as opposed to marquesas i can see him doing really well and he already has he's all he has two votes Sure, sure, sure. Every tribal, he has two votes. Do you think his personality and his being very, like, open and expressive is going to get him in trouble? It could, but you also have, like, other people that fall into that category. Alicia, Sue, Rich, Jerry. Like, he's not the only loudmouth on this season. Mm -hmm. And he's probably Mm -hmm. the most charming Mm -hmm. of those. All right. All right. Uh, Dan, any non-spoiler words you want to throw out there? I will say that this is one of my favorite seasons of Survivor, and I did ask to be on at some point during this season because of that. Hey. And I'm going to enjoy watching it again and following along and hearing your thoughts, Jared, on, on what develops as cool. the season goes on. It is, it is a very packed season of good stuff, bad stuff, all sorts of stuff. It's it's just it's great. I saw the potential in this episode. It definitely is a slow start, but I'm excited. Yay! All right. Yeah. I'm just gonna I'm gonna wrap this up. Let's let's take her home with a bumper. That'll do it for this episode of the Survivor Turning Back Time podcast. Thank you to both our guests, Dan Claire. Thank you so much for being here again. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. You're all all stars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be the, uh, this pop podcast scripted. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm just gonna crown you that now, Claire. Claire, Claire the cryptid of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Do we need a, a shrine to Claire over here? That we I feel like that'd be weird. That would be very weird. <laughs> I, yeah, I said it, and I don't like it. All right. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, Dan, where can the people find you? Uh, you can, uh, listen to the Unranked Podcast, which we put out once every week for the last six years. Uh, it's a video game podcast, if you're interested in that. We also just fuck around a lot. Uh, and also, I am on Twitch, uh, BigDanny15. I usually stream Saturday nights and Tuesday nights. Hey, you can follow me on most social medias at FemSloth or femdotsloth, depending on which it is. 
Um, you can follow me on Twitter, but I'm never on there anymore. I'm trying to switch all the way over to Blue Sky, which is more fun and it makes me less good times. Um, you can also check out my podcast we mentioned at the beginning of the, the show, Severed Sons, D&D actual play podcast. Right now, I am playing Spets, the bear lady. She's a barbarian, druid, uh, goliath woman. I fucking love her. Um, in our rhyme of the exactly in our rhyme of the frost maiden campaign it's juicy i cry almost every episode um or listen to the audio drama that i'm on called warlock uh about a world where everybody who has magic is born with magic they are all sorcerers except my little baby bean nova was born without magic and she becomes the world's first warlock my Hero Academia, but make it magic. It, pretty much, pretty much. It's uh, anime storytelling in a D&D world, and we have so much fun with it. Cool. Nice. Jared, anything you mm-hmm. want to promote? Uh, don't eat wings that have a million scoville. You don't. I made it through the entire podcast, but the clock is still ticking. <laughs> I'm really proud of you and very impressed. I am too. Well, I've also been with him this entire time, and it... I've hit snooze a couple times. <laughs> We've definitely had to pause everything for a, a bathroom break before. Not during this episode, though. I didn't vomit. So again, proud of you. I yeah. didn't do it. I wasn't going to do it. No way. Yeah, I, so I guess the real thing I'm going to plug is, uh, if you're going to make bets, uh, see them through. Follow through? Follow through. All right. Or yeah. just win the league, like I did. Fuck off. Hey... For my co-host Jared and our special guests Dan and Claire, this is Stephen. For my hosts Dan and Claire and my special guest Stephen, this is Jared. I hate you so much. <laughs> Never gets old. I go ahead, give it a shot. I don't even care anymore. From the from Claire with my special guests Dan, <laughs> Stephen, and Jared. This is unhinged. And <laughs> Survivor. From your local cryptid. Woo. And from Dan with my special guests, Claire, Stephen, and Jared. Thank you all. Bye-bye! <laughs> Goodbye! Thanks for making Stephen's day worse. Uh, <laughs> we all need a little bit of worse day here.